0: Ben Roethlisberger's biggest barrier to success is right in front of him. Welcome to the Steelers Update podcast from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. An NFL team's offensive line is supposed to be a barrier, all right, a bulwark to protect the quarterback and a bulldozer to open lanes for the running game. But last year, the Steelers' running game ground to a halt, and Big Ben Roethlisberger was rushed into releasing his flurry of popgun short passes in mere nanoseconds. Much of it was because the one-time Steelers' strong suit of its veteran offensive line had fallen into precipitous decline in Pittsburgh. This sad state of Steelers' affairs stood in stark contrast to the glory days when Big Ben had plenty of all-pros up front. The line took care of him, and Ben lavished his linemen with high praise, plenty of steak dinners, and some pretty expensive gifts over the years. But gone is future Hall of Fame center Marquise Pouncey, stout Army veteran Alejandro Villanueva, villain utility lineman Matt Feeler, and the now-departed all-pro guard David DeCastro. For those who say the Steelers' offensive line couldn't get any worse, well, I hate to say it, but you better hold Big Ben's beer. The Steelers just added Trey Turner for what some are calling a bargain. But should it raise concerns that Turner remained unsigned this late into the preseason? Perhaps it's because last year in San Diego, Turner was known more for his egregious holding penalties than he was for his pro play of late. Somebody knows something, but it might not be the Steelers. They're paying Turner around $3 million plus on a one-year proven deal. Meanwhile, the linemen they let go, Feeler and Villanueva, are making more than twice as much with their new teams, the Rams and the Ravens, respectively. Hey, if it all starts up front in the NFL, that's where it could begin heading south very early this season for Big Ben and the Steelers' O. In a year when the team's new offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, wants Big Ben to line up under center and do more rollouts and play action, this line that is a work in progress at best could prove his biggest hindrance. And while everybody's talking about rookie running back Najee Harris, rewriting the record books in his first NFL season, If this line cannot open the holes, Harris, as good as he appears, might be hamstrung when it comes to producing all those rushing yards and rushing TDs that all of Yinserville is convinced will be like stealing candy from babies. In short, this team that was supposed to be built for a return to real Steelers football could blow up in everyone's face, most notably Big Ben. Instead of a swan-song season with dreams of a seventh Super Bowl, Roethlisberger could rue the day he resigned to return for an 18th go-around in Pittsburgh. This makeshift line still under construction could set Ben up to fail, or far worse, end up injured and out of the game forever. Sure, when Steelers fans... Sat stunned last January as Pouncey's first snap of the playoff game sailed over Big Ben's head, sending the Steelers to defeat against rival Cleveland. We all knew changes were coming. In fact, Steelers Nation has welcomed them, thinking any change would be an upgrade. It had to be, right? Well, maybe not. Now, with a few months before the 2021 season begins for real, The Steelers faithful are second-guessing themselves and their line. It's a line of maybes, has-beens, and never-were's, and it could be the team's biggest barrier to success. And what a blunder that would be. And what a shame for Big Ben, who always appreciated his big guys and who wanted to go out in a big way this season. But not if this Steelers line comes up as small as some now fear. The great debate on whether the Steelers line is better or worse rages on in this edition of the worry filled Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and do not miss my Pen Live column first thing Thursday morning. It'll be on the Pen Live, and as usual, it will be packed. With all the best means bringing this Steel City football fracas to life, but right now let's get right to it. The Pittsburgh Panic is at DEFCON one. None other than Pro Football Focus has outed the offensive line as the Steelers' at Achilles' heel entering the 2021 season. It threatens to derail both Roethlisberger's swan song and Najee Harris's big debut. They write this, quote, Pittsburgh will roll into the 2021 season trying to replace effectively an entire offensive line in one offseason. Some 3,645 snaps from starters last year are gone, and the only player penciled in to start this year who did so a year ago, Chukwuma Okafor, wasn't supposed to and only had the job because of an injury to Zach Banner. Long-time stalwarts Alejandro Villanueva, Marquis Pouncey, and David DeCastro have all departed, leaving the Steelers to find replacements all in one offseason. Okafor played all last season, but generated a lowly 57.5 overall PFF grade, struggling badly as a run blocker and allowing 26 total pressures in pass protection. To be fair to the Steelers, they are simply the victim of circumstances, or at least not thorough long term planning, with much of this turnover. Pouncey retired, Villanueva departed in free agency, and DeCastro needs another surgery to fix a long term ankle injury that threatens to end his career. It's not necessarily about blaming the team for the current situation, but rather highlighting how problematic it is. Even if they were replacing all three players with proven commodities, the chances they would gel immediately are slim. Replacing them with the kind of question marks they have in several key spots is even riskier, unquote, from PFF. Hey, risky is one word for it anyway. Bleacher Report has another. They accused the Steelers brass of setting up Big Ben for a big fall and a huge failure in 2021. They write this, quote, Some will think the Steelers did well by their quarterback with the first and second round additions of running back Najee Harris and tight end Pat Fearmuth, respectively. Those decisions will look worse in retrospect after Pittsburgh passed on multiple high-end offensive line prospects. What happens when the offensive line doesn't open holes or hold up in pass protection? Everything starts to fall apart. It's great in theory to draft a top running back prospect and an extremely talented tight end, but those pieces have to be viewed within the construct of the entire offense. Mistakes were made and Roethlisberger will suffer the consequences. Unquote. Harsh stuff, and it gets harsher. As for Trey Turner signing that one-year, $3 million deal, Bleacher Report calls the addition of the off-penalized 28-year-old, quote, a Band-Aid on a crumbling foundation. They write, quote, Turner's addition looks great on paper, but he's a downgrade. The incoming right guard has five Pro Bowls under his belt, yet he's never been as good as DeCastro, and his blocking grades decreased in each of the last three seasons. Unquote. Ouch. All I can say is ouch. Now comes a report that second-year man whom the Steelers were counting on to shine in 2021 hasn't put in the off-season work and is coming in out of shape for his sophomore season. Player now under a cloud is Kevin Dotson. Last year, he was a pleasant surprise. The fourth-round pick started four games as a rookie and played in 13. He looked like a middle-round steal. Now, according to this report, he looks rounder around the middle, at least according to one report coming out of Pittsburgh. That report says Dotson was supposed to come up big in his sophomore season. Instead, he's just showing up big to training camp. Here's a recap half of the Dotson debate from steelcurtain.com quote recently the Steelers second year offensive guard Kevin Dotson has been making the news for the wrong reason DK Sports reported that a reliable source said the team was upset with the shape Dotson was in when he showed up at Steelers minicamp DK notes in a podcast that coaches were plenty angry with Dotson over apparently not having done anything over the offseason. But some aren't buying the Dotson smack talk. Still Curtin counters with its own information to that DK report. Quote, Kevin Dotson has been posting videos of himself working out all offseason. And if he's not in shape, I don't know what in shape looks like. Recently, Barstool Yinzers, the official Pittsburgh affiliate of Barstool Sports, poked fun at the DK report, posting some rather convincing photos that suggest Dotson is not out of shape at all. Unquote. Well, Stiller fans, we're going to see for ourselves once Dotson is on the field. The eye in the sky, the All-22 tape doesn't lie. So we'll be watching him in the middle of that Steelers offensive line. For the capper, leave it to the always pungent radio host Mark Madden to come up with this stinging rebuke of the big guys assigned to protect Big Ben. Quote, Trey Turner being signed to patchwork the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line is like slapping a butterfly stitch on a shotgun wound. Any optimism about the Steelers is obliterated by how bad the offensive line figures to be. It legit might be the NFL's worst. It's complicated by a quarterback with 39-year-old legs, a rookie running back, and a new position coach who as is as far removed as possible from the old one, Mike Munchak. Unquote from Mark Madden as we know, never holds back. Now, about that new O-line coach, the Steelers. He's assigned to fix everything. His name is Adrian Clem, and he's leading one of the youngest offensive lines in the league in his first year. Talk about a tall order. Steelers' renegade blitz writes this of Clem's daunting challenge, but also his shot at actually improving upon what was an aging, outplayed line last season. Is the Steelers' glass up front half empty or half full? You decide. Here's what Renegade Blitz has to say. Quote, Along with being inexperienced, the Steelers' O-line is also being labeled as potentially the worst offensive line in the league. There's just a lot of unknowns up front. Zach Banner has just one career start at the right tackle position and is coming off ACL injury. Chuckus Okafor had a subpar season last year at right tackle and is now making the move to the left side to protect Ben Roethlisberger's blind side. Kevin Dotson had a promising rookie campaign, but he still has only four career starts under his belt. Hey, and that's not to mention the aforementioned extra poundage Dotson allegedly may now be carrying into the season, but I digress. Back to the blitz. Quote, they signed five-time Pro Bowl guard Trey Turner shortly after releasing David DeCastro, and he'll be the plug-and-play replacement at right guard. But he's coming off a horrendous season with the Chargers. According to Pro Football Focus, Turner finished 79th out of a possible 80 guards in 2020. He's also regressed in his PFF grade every single year since 2017. However, it should be noted that Turner was hampered by a groin injury last season, causing him to miss six games, and he just never looked healthy all year. And then perhaps the biggest worry comes at the center position, as there will be a three-way battle for the starting spot between third-round pick Hendrick Green and veterans BJ Finney and JC Hasenauer. Green played predominantly at left guard at Illinois and made just four career starts at center, so it's not a given that he'll be a day one starter, which means Finney or Hasenauer could start at center, and that's not very comforting, to be honest. Unquote. All great stuff from Renegade Blitz. And that's the bad news, Steelers fans. The good news is, well, last year's line wasn't that great either, and it was old. Renegade Blitz takes us to the bright side, writing, quote, the offensive line last year was flat out bad, especially when it came to run blocking. They looked old and tired. So the counter argument is that maybe a wave of new talent will bolster the offensive line, and can they really be that much worse than last year's unit? I agree with that assessment, but like anything, it will have to be proven on the field. The skepticism is warranted. Four new starters on the offensive line. First-year offensive line coach in the NFL. Likewise for Matt Canada as the new offensive coordinator. A 39-year-old quarterback who lacks mobility. A first-year running back. There's just a ton of big question marks. The onus is on Clem to have this young offensive line play at a high level. The offense will go as far as they take him when it comes to opening holes for Najee Harris and protecting Groffisberger so he can get the ball to his bevy of talented receivers. The Steelers' offensive line is going through a changing of the guard, and it's up to Clem to build a new era, unquote. There it is. Laid down by Renegade Blitz, the challenge is falling on this new position coach in the heck of a tight spot. Will it be a steel curtain, to borrow a phrase from the defense that he builds? Or a rusty chain-link fence that fails to protect Big Ben in his last best shot for a Super Bowl and fails to open holes for Najee Harris in his big Pittsburgh debut? We shall see, Stellar's fans. We shall see. And that is your Steelers Update Podcast for now. Download the audio every Wednesday afternoon wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to PennLive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.